This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. Assalamu alaikum. Hello, Allah, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Today, we explore the world of French cheese and dessert and the art of pairing the two with cheese expert and Meilleur Ouvry de France, Francois Robin. He shows us how to create mouth-watering combinations that will both delight and surprise the senses. And it's a lot easier than you think. It's time to get your taste buds going this weekend, so keep it here on Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Sweet and salty, tangy and tart, lush and rich. While cheese and dessert may not be what you immediately think of for an indulgent culinary experience, there is no more perfect pairing that ignites an endless world of creative combinations that both excite and surprise the senses. With France presenting over 1,200 different kinds of cheese to the world, the possibilities are almost limitless, particularly when you bring regional Middle Eastern flavors to the table. At a recent evening at Pierre's Bistro by the legendary French chef Pierre Garnier, I caught up with one of France's foremost cheese experts, or Mier Ouvrier de France, Francois Robin, where he presented us with a stunning array of dishes that are surprisingly easy to put together with maximum impact. Francois Robin, what an absolute pleasure it is to be here tonight and to taste the, the creations that you have put together. It is, of course, all about dessert and cheese. Yeah. If you love cheese, you're going to love this. If you love dessert, you're going to love it. But you, you don't need to choose between the two, which <laughs> I love. Yeah. Tell us about putting together the menu for tonight. Uh, well, uh, pairing uh, a little bit of sweetness with cheese is quite uh, a good idea because some people f- feel like some cheeses are over-salted or maybe a little bit acidic, yeah, to be a little bit technical. And uh, the sweetness can balance, counterbalance some strength that you may find in the cheeses. So the, the idea is uh, is also quite natural, as I, as I was saying. The first uh, pairing that I know was what I was doing when I was a kid. That is to say, having goat cheese, my dad was a goat farmer, and uh, an apple in the morning for breakfast, you know? Wow. So that was goat cheese, fresh goat cheese, together with apple compote. So that was, uh, the, the first idea was that. That's such a simple but beautiful yeah, yeah, combination. Yeah. And, and that's the idea that I have also for what I did tonight is try to make it as simple as possible and it means three elements not more uh, and simple and obvious tastes and things that you can do home quite easily because uh, for me cheese is simple you don't need to be a chef and I'm not <laughs> not don't need to be a chef to enjoy cheese but I feel like, you know, sometimes you do need to understand cheese, you, you know, understanding the different flavors, the different textures, the age of the cheese, and so then what it will best pair with. And do you think that that comes down to experimentation? For those who want to do that at home, what would you say are some of the best combinations for you? Um, you can be your own teacher, so uh, anybody can pair. Anybody can experiment and decide what is good for himself. 
well, let's say a few rules. It's better to to start to have a kind of uh, increasing level uh, pairing the cheeses. Some cheeses are milder, some cheeses are stronger, so it's better to start with a milder always. And uh, also, you uh, um, if you detect some s strong saltiness, for example, for the blue, uh, the blue cheeses are quite salty and it's intense. Punchy. Punchy. Yes. And, um, I love you've put you've, you've actually put blue cheese um, in macarons, and it's just like you look at it and you just go, "That's yeah. going to be a dainty, lovely, sweet <laughs> flavor." And then you get the punch of the yeah, yeah, cheese. Yeah. But actually, it's offset really beautifully with yeah. the sweetness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it it uh, it may ease a little bit of tasting of the blue for those who don't like and uh, enhance a little bit the sweetness as well put some you know sweet and salt always the same it's a balance yeah. yes it's a balance yeah. um, for example the chef tonight created a five uh, combination and it's more uh, uh, I'm more focused on the cheese he's more focused on the sweet mm. um, that appears clearly to me because he is a pastry chef and I am a cheesemonger yeah. and uh, <laughs> but but well, it depends. We don't. We are not uh, the same. We don't have the same taste, and it's okay. Uh, nobody is right. Nobody is wrong. Mm. If you like apple and uh, goat cheese, that's perfect. If you like, if you prefer pear, that's okay. If you love strawberry or raspberry, good enough. And mm. if you like honey, there's always a, a way to find a good cheese for the pairing. Yeah, it's perfect. all about experimentation. Tell us about the the different pairings uh, and the, the recipes that were presented yeah. tonight. Yeah. Um, I started with a little bit of sheep milk together with honey and sweet pepper from the same area because it's linked what we call the terroir is really important to me. Uh, I also like especially the the sucette, uh, the lollipop um, um, after eight, that is to say chocolate, mint and a double cream cheese inside. So some sweetness and also quite acidic and, and saltiness. I love this one. and. Um, uh, there's also a simple thing to do at home, uh, one of the pairing that we've done, it's Conte Lollipop. Conte it's a hard paste and everybody likes it. It's great, I yeah. love Conte cheese. Conte is like it's amazing. daily food for French people. It has, the, it has this amazing taste and crunch, it's, it's like easily a daily cheese. Yeah, it's, it's like the, it was stuffed with peanuts because you cannot help you yes. cannot stop eating that. No, there's no peanuts inside, of course. But, uh, <laughs> it feels addictive. I know exactly, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. It is totally, totally addictive. Coming up next, Francois tells me how to draw on Middle Eastern inspiration for spectacular flavor. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. It is Life Beats on Pulse 95, and I'm talking Middle Eastern inspiration for cheese and dessert dishes with French cheese expert Francois Robin. The idea is just that you, you take a little pieces of Comté, uh, dip in into date syrup, or it can be pomegranate molasse if you like, and top that with different kind of nuts such as pistachio, roses, pistachios, uh, almond powder, and you things even like that. Had, so uh, what we call dibis tamab, which is the, um, the date yeah. syrup. Yeah. Uh, that, that's yeah. the Arabic name for yeah. it, which was beautiful. Thank you. And then it was just rolled in different kinds of nuts. Like you said, pistachio, yeah. sesame seed. You even had what we call habbat al-baraka, which is the black sesame seed as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. What I loved about it is that, you know, this is something that anybody can do with their kids at home. Yeah. You just have exactly. these little skewers, 
you get the gorgeous Comte cheese. This is like yep. 18 months as well. Yeah, yeah, matured. this one is uh, around that. Yeah, yeah. Beautifully matured, yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. And you have the sweetness. It's lovely. And it's easy. And uh, well, I was thinking about what can I do home to uh, have fun with my guests and yes, kids. Yes, exactly. At a dinner party. party. Yeah, it's exactly. Fun. So, well, it's like Fontainebleau, you know, you taste it maybe. It's a whipped cream together with fresh cheese and you can do any topping you want. You can put a lot of uh, um, coulis, uh, fruit puree on the top and, well, do whatever you, you want with it. In fact, um, my, uh, our message is more when you buy a piece of cheese, it's yours and you can do anything you like with, with yeah. it. And uh, anytime, anywhere. Do Don't whatever. worry about the rules. There used to no be offense. rules. There used to be rules about you know the cheese platter, and you have to put this combination and this much of this and what. But you're saying no. No, I'm saying do whatever you want. If you feel like I, I don't, uh, I won't. If you want to have it with a soda because it pleases you, <laughs> who am I to say you're wrong? No, well, yeah. uh, um, uh, cheese, French cheese. Uh, it's really traditional, but it's also a humble product. Uh, it's made f by farmers for themselves at the beginning, and it's a daily product for us. So maybe 50 years ago, people weren't eating meat every day; they were eating cheese every day. So it must stay like that. Yeah. A piece of bread, a piece of cheese, a fruit, and that's it. Your mm. pairing is done. For me. It's just simplicity, isn't it? It's everyday simplicity. For me, yes. Yeah. yeah but yeah. For, for everybody, really. Like, cheese yeah. is just such a simple thing. Yeah. You can have it. It's bursting with flavor. Yeah. It just You only need a small amount hmm? as well. It's easy to eat too much, <laughs> but you only need a small amount, which is kind of amazing. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've met some people that were a little bit ashamed to tell me, I love to have Comté with banana. Okay, if you love it, go. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. As long as you don't think that everybody must follow your rules, right. that's okay. Right. Rules are, well, sometimes meant, meant to, a little bit to be broken. At least for a cheese platter, do whatever you want. Exactly, do whatever you want, whatever yeah. pleases you. It is really that easy. Coming up, Francois explains what it means to be un meilleur vrai de France or the best in France in his craft. It's a fascinating process that uh, he tells us what's involved in that next. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. The title of Une des Meilleurs of de France short-ended to MOF, is a unique and prestigious award in France according to categories of trades in a contest amongst professionals, which is organized and recognized as a third-level degree by the French Ministry of Labor. This award for special abilities is unique in the world. Created in 1924, initially between the best workers of the era aged 23 and above, the competition was given the title of Une des, une des meilleures ouvriers de France, one of the best craftsmen in France. Francois Rubin, who holds this title as a cheesemonger, spoke to me about what it takes to be awarded. Well, in fact, we are 
there are 22 of us uh, in France, so I'm not the only one, but it, it's, it's a contest every four years. It can, uh, can, can be for pastry chef or for uh, cooks or for a uh, chocolate maker or for... Uh, uh, there are 200, uh, more than 200 different works that have such a title. Mm. It's every four years and you have to go through something like 15 different kind of uh, tests and you compete. And, um, and what are the tests? What do you do? Blind tasting, uh, cheese cutting, uh, setting a cheese buffet. A uh, lot of things about the knowledge of the cheeses. I'm, I know quite a few things now. <laughs> well, uh, and it's uh, every four years. So it was for me like winning the Olympics without running. So <laughs> I was quite happy. At one point, for example, and I know people that love this story, but uh, I had to, to, to prepare myself for blind tasting. To taste for a year, every day, different cheeses, blind taste and recognize the name, where they are from and what the age of the cheese. That was a long, uh, long a process. A whole yeah. year. A whole you year. This every day. Yeah. This is um, your training. Yeah. And it was in the morning to be in the real con competition conditions. And that was perfect except for my wife because our fridge was packed with <laughs> cheese. It was <laughs> impossible to put anything else than cheese. But that, that, that was one of the, um, the things I had to do. Did you ever get sick of it? Never. I still, I still eat cheese in the morning. I mean, eat, not taste, eat. Wow. I eat cheese. Is it something that you just do every day? Yeah. Tell me about growing up and where this passion for cheese came from. You just you, you were saying that your dad was a goat farmer. Yeah. Uh, well, certainly uh, it's the same thing for everyone. The, during your child, childhood, you're affected by memories, by tastes, by smells. And uh, well, you can read Marcel Proust à la recherche du temps perdu or see Ratatouille movie by Pixar, they say the same thing, one taste can trigger memory. And we all build on that. So uh, mine was based on the smell of goat. Uh, every time I go to, in a goat farm, I feel home. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like your uh, grandmother putting out pastry of the, of the oven and things like that. Uh, so after uh, I studied some biology and I went, uh, uh, I was working in a a music venue. I, I made a few things in my life, totally different from the cheese. And um, you were working in music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and what uh, kind of art, music? Uh, guitar music, mostly quite loud things. What like and heavy metal? Mm, yeah, yeah, things really? like that. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's, interesting. that's the fun part. And uh, but well, after after that, I decided to to, to make something of my, of my life. No, uh, that was really a job at this time. Right. But uh, well, the the passion for cheese came back, and I became a cheesemonger in uh, 2007. Uh, official cheesemonger. We had got a diploma in France, and then uh, achieved uh, the the title un des meilleurs ouvriers de France in 2011. And since that time, I, I'm traveling the world. Wow. And so, are there certain combinations which you see people here like more in the Middle East? Um, different parts of the world, do they have different kinds of combinations that they prefer? Yeah. I, I always try to uh, to base the pairing on local products mm -hmm. and uh, I'm running the workshops where people blind taste at the beginning. I mean blind, blind and those uh, with a nose clip. And after I ask them to create with a things... With nose clip Yeah, yeah, even. that's really funny. But how do you... <laughs> How do you you remove it at one point, but that was but just, uh, it's, uh, one day you will. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, you can't taste if you can't smell. 
You can, you can, can actually, you, you can uh, feel a lot of okay. things. That's interesting. You can, you can try once, and uh, you will discover how important the smell is. But that you can also have a lot of things with your touch and your tongue and all the, all the senses. And uh, after that, I propose here in Dubai a lot of time uh, organize workshops and having a lot of local products that I discover on location. That syrup, I, we don't have that in France. Right. And we don't have that wonderful variety of dates. We don't have any pomegranate molasses. You have all these nuts that you put. Every everywhere like honey wonderful honeys so the workshop was were great because we offer them to have three cheeses like Comté, Bria, Savarin and uh, goat cheese for example okay and let, let's say create your own plate and that was uh, really good <laughs> oh coming up Francois talks cheese and the flavors of India this is a really surprising one that's next right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95 this is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. It's Life Beats on Pulse 95, and I tell you what, by the end of this, you'll want to throw a cheese and dessert party this weekend just to have fun exploring all of the different flavors. Cheese expert Francois Robin has travelled the world creating combinations with regional chefs that inspire a whole new palate, both here in the Middle East and in India. I did the same in, um, in India as well and in Vietnam as well. Interesting. And uh, in, in India is more on the spices, uh, of course, because they have wonderful spices. Uh, Vietnam so is are we talking like, you know, with saffron, what kind of spices? They love, of course, the chili a lot, yeah. the curry, they are wonderful, uh, the masala, and uh, they have uh, also a lot of cashew nuts. Yeah. Uh, they have curry leaves that uh, they, they use, and well, that was... Uh, what about Vietnam? I mean, that just seems so... Coriander, ginger, different. you can try to do a few things with that. And uh, um, they also have anise. Uh, like the star badian, anise. Yeah, the star anise, yeah. you can do something with that, and it, well... Every country has something that can pair with a little bit of a fat-pleasing product yeah. because, well, in the good sense, because the cheese is... There's a little bit of a fat in the cheese and that's okay because it's, it, it means it can capture the aroma of the ingredient you put with. So that's really good. Fat, you know, is flavor. Yeah, yeah. Fat yeah. is a great vehicle. Um, a lot of people just... Yeah. try to get away from it you're on a diet or whatever but it's so important uh, yeah there is a, a saying and it's, it's, it's come from a tv show it's, it says le gras c'est la vie fat is life mm. <laughs> i couldn't agree more <laughs> amazing it's, it's all a question of balance and uh, control but that's really pleasing of course exactly yeah. everything in moderation mm -hmm. but you need to enjoy it you yeah. have to tell me though um there was like this incredible hot melted cheese that we got served in these little tiny bread buns. What was that? Okay, uh, that was uh, gougère, uh, stuffed with uh, beaufort, uh, a kind of bechamel made with beaufort. Uh, gougère is a chou, a pastry, and it's really traditional to have that in Burgundy uh, for uh, like family parties or for um, uh, even for funerals. I'm sorry to say that, but it's uh, it's really traditional to have this. It's like. Uh, people having this shoe together with a little bit of uh, cheese and that's it it's unbelievable that, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is that is addictive yeah, yeah. you want to talk about addictive yeah. Yeah. They, they kept coming around and I, it was hard to say no and <laughs> but it's it, it's I had true four. 
<laughs> it is like um, you know, it's the shoe pastry. It's like a little tiny profiterole, but yeah. with cheese, melted cheese, cheese. Yes, and you can put any cheese you want. If you want to to put a little bit of blue, it's okay. And you don't have to make a bechamel. You can also just open it, stuff it with any blue you you you, you like, and it's perfect. Absolutely divine. And you can uh, you can do a cheap version of that. A cheap, I mean, easier version of that is taking a ciabatta, put that in an oven, and open it and stuff with cheese, and that's okay. So many cheeses. Which one is your favorite? I never answer that question in a direct way. Um, I say it depends on the season because cheese is changing it's according seasonal. to the season. Yes, yes, it is. And it depends also on my mood because sometimes you want a cheese that uh, is like a caress to you because you want you want a comfort food and sometimes you want to be kicked, uh, you want a little bit of punch, you want to be awakened, so it depends. It's an experience. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. François Robin, thank you so much. May the cheese be with you. Merci beaucoup. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Coming up in the second hour, it's our weekly arts and culture update and the Kurdish writer and refugee who's had to accept his latest award from prison on Australia's Manus Island. We're going to be hearing his story next. Keep it here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10am.